0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the We Shape podcast. I'm Katie. I'm one of the co-founders of We Shape. I'm here with Tyler, the other co-founder of We Shape, and our brand advocate slash brand educator, Nina. Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome, guys. Um, I forget what episode this is. Four? Five?
1: Uh-huh. Oh, Oh, my gosh. This is number seven.
2: We've done seven podcasts. Holy,
1: I was was recently laughing about that actually because I realized that the first I don't know how many times you introduced me, I just like kind of smiled and waved, and people can't see you. (laughs) Like I need to say hello. (laughs) Well, they're on YouTube. They can see us. Yeah, check us out on YouTube.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, had to move my mic there a little. So I want to start today with just a little bit of like a. Just a little bit of vulnerability, if we will. <laughs> um, so, you know, I feel like when I came to the company months ago, clearly I don't know time or episode numbers, <laughs> so I, don't, I can in tell you past. what day is it. <laughs> in the past, when I came to the company and said, you guys, I'm so grateful for the product we've created and for really teaching people how to connect with and move better in their body, but I need to take it a step further my soul my heart my I can't not and we started talking more about like bringing awareness to toxic weight loss culture and then I was kind of like gently nudged by many people both in this business and even outside of this business like oh you gotta put yourself out there and have these conversations and I was I was I was like, "Oh God, okay, I'll do the podcast. That's fine. I'll I, do I it." I don't
2: know if gently is the term for it. It was like, "We got to talk about this," and I was like, "Will you do a podcast?" <laughs>
0: I, I was pushed for sure, <laughs> and 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 I and I think that what I want to acknowledge is that the work that you do, Tyler. Like, I, I watch a lot of your videos. A lot of your content is incredible. Around like, does this part of your body hurt? Do this. Um, you know, you really help people connect with their body in a way that th- that makes sense for them and so that they can be in less pain, they can move better, they can sleep better, they can do all of these things that contribute to their body feeling better. And so what I'm about to say is not like to diss that or minimize that, but it's a safe bet, right? Mm-hmm. Like when people are scrolling and you're telling them, do this to your shoulder so that your shoulder feels better, people aren't going to comment, you piece of shit, you shouldn't be telling us how to do that. They're (laughs) like, oh my God, thanks, right? Yeah,
2: my shoulder feels better.
0: And so when we made the decision that we need to take our brand and our mission a little deeper and reach people who needed to hear a little bit of the messaging around hey, you, you don't actually have to lose weight to feel good about yourself, and hey, let's, un- let's talk about some of the toxic messages that we've received in our society so that you can debunk some of those thoughts so that you can actually just feel better without having to lose weight, that is a riskier thing to talk about. Yeah. That means that Nina and I are going to put ourselves out there in a way that um, we, we probably would prefer not to, <laughs> if I'm well, being I, honest. And I, I,
2: I think in a way that a lot of people maybe don't like, and a lot of people aren't ready for. Right. Because it's scary to abandon what we believe as normal and say this isn't working. Let's go down a different road. That's scary. Right. Um, and, you know, I made a I made a comment before the start of the podcast. We, we roast each other a lot. I made a comment and I realized, oh, crap, I made a comment that was that was landing a little bit, um, not the way I had intended. And. Um, I just want you guys to both know. Like like I think you're really putting your necks out there. And I think it's important work. Like I, again, I've said this a bunch of times. I have two daughters, and I don't want them growing growing up in a world where they feel um, shamed to change the way they look so that they can feel happy. I don't want that. And it takes people um, willing to stand up and talk about that in order to make well it. Well, what impact, did we know.
0: talk about in our company uh, weekly meeting today? How m- what percentage? 84% percent of girls by the age of 14 have uh, tried to lose
2: weight. 42% oh. of girls <laughs> at the like age 84. of 14 <laughs> are actively oh, okay. trying to lose weight. Oh, wow. And 84% of women are unhappy with oh, how yeah. they look.
0: So six out of seven women don't like how they look. And I said this in the meeting today, in the company meeting. No one is born not liking how they look. That mm. is a conditioned, trained oh, hold on. belief. Hold on,
2: hold on. Like, like, that is so important. Like, can we oh. let that soak in for a second? Like we are not born thinking we have to change how we look to feel settled in our bodies. Yeah. Right. And that I doesn't also, exist without society holding. I hear that you. Narrative.
0: And I also want to reiterate. I'll say this. I've said this in meetings today multiple times with our team. I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to keep saying this. I know we talk a lot about women. Unfortunately, I mean men are subject to this type of system as well. Unfortunately, women are a little bit more. That's mm-hmm. just the fact. Yeah. And I want to be very clear in my intention, and this is what I told our team today too because these are the people who build the product, who create the content, who help with everything, is that my intention is not to overpower men and have women against men. That is not what I'm trying to do. When we tell women that they have to do certain things or look certain ways or be certain ways to feel worth or to feel happy, and they believe that, power is taken out of them and I want to just simply give some of that power back, not as a means of overpowering men, mm-hmm. but as a means of just getting what was rightfully theirs from the beginning to level the playing field, yeah. right? That's, that's all, like I, I talked about this in our company story that I read a couple times this week, which was like, you know, we have, in, in not too far away history, women like didn't, couldn't work outside of the home, couldn't vote, were told who they were gonna marry, and at that time, that was considered normal that was considered like an evolved way of life right so what's going on today that we have considered normal that in the future will no longer be accepted as truth and i believe that in the fitness industry and in um health and wellness there are many 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 things that we have normalized today That in decades to follow, we will look back on and go, why the hell did we think that was normal? So the reason for this podcast, the reason for the content that we produce on our social media channels is not to bash men. It's not to blame anyone. It's to talk about things so that we can think about things differently. So that when we think about them, we can take little tiny steps towards doing things differently so that people feel empowered and better about themselves. Six out of seven women don't like how they look. They weren't born that way. They were taught to believe that way. And I wanna go back because earlier today-
2: Can I say something real quick before you go there? Sorry, I just like, we all have heard this before, right? Haters gonna hate, right? (laughs) Haters gonna hate. And that is the truth, especially when you're pioneering, when you're out front talking about a message that society doesn't want to accept, right? And the reality is, is that most people out there are told and believe that if they change the way they look, they will feel happy. If I am skinny, if I do this, if I reach this number on the scale, I'll finally be happy. And I'm here to promise everyone who's listening to this, that will not happen. You will not reach a number on the scale and find some spontaneous happiness. Right? And so what you've been talking about is shifting the narrative from extrinsically motivating us to work out and to do things for our body so we can change to intrinsically motivating ourselves to do things out of self-care and self-love and I think that's such an important message and I think that's something that everyone needs to hear constantly because we got to stop chasing stuff outside of ourselves to try and feel happy
0: I hear you thank you for that and I want to say so yeah earlier today I was looking up This is like not related to this. I mean, I didn't do this for this podcast, but it just so happens that this is what happened today. But I'm a big fan of Maya Angelou. And she has this quote that I looked up and I saw it today and I printed it and I put it in my office. And it says, courage is the most important of all virtues because without courage, you cannot practice any of the other virtues consistently. Mm. And so I want to acknowledge that it takes a lot of courage for us to come here and talk about these things, to to, to bring awareness. And if it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. No one is forcing you to take your finger and push play on the podcast. We aren't here to gain popularity or gain best friends. We are here to just talk about something that we feel called to talk about. So um, I have intentionally, tried to not look at comments on our social media because i knew the minute we weren't just telling people how to fix their shoulder i knew the minute we said hey guys i'm so sorry we gotta we gotta talk about this other thing that's that's kind of this elephant in the room yeah. that people were gonna not love it and so i just want to share that if you're one of those people who feel triggered by this topic and feel the need to to hate on us um I'm sorry that you feel that way and I'm sorry that you want to use that energy to bring us down and I want to acknowledge the courage that it takes for us to come here and say things and um yeah I'm just I I'm I actually am probably I don't know how much I'll look at the comments as much anymore because I mean maybe I will but I just want to say that that's not why we're here to make those people happy I'm actually here to reach that one woman who feels like shit about herself and me to say hey look like Let's change the way we think about that. Let's ask different questions and let's show up with different intentions, because you weren't born that way, and and so which means we can we, we can actually probably change that. You well, know, I have,
2: a, I have just like a simple request. If you're listening to the podcast right now and you enjoy this message, and uh, you feel compelled, uh, you know, throw us a, a review or a, a comment or something that is positive or share your experience with us, because. Um, you know, sometimes when you put yourself out there and you get hate, 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 it feels um, feels you like know, you're getting kicked over and over again. But, you know, even sucks. this
0: week, uh, inside of our product, we have like a social feed channel where members can talk to each other. Yep. And uh, Kason, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, one of our We Shape Care coaches, She reached out to the three of us the other day and said, guys, people just have been commenting on how much they love the podcast and I just wanted to share. So thank you, Kacen. Thank you for the members who were commenting on that. Because I know that you guys probably feel like, oh, when we leave a message in the product, people don't hear about that. We do hear about that. And we really appreciate that. So the other thing that I probably promised, like, I guess now that this is our seventh episode, uh, many episodes ago was that I would give you guys an email." And um, so the email address is going to be podcast at com. So if you want to reach us and, and participate in this dialogue, uh, please reach out to us there, podcast at com. We will review those emails every week and see what we can bring up on the podcast. We're also learning ourselves, right? So Absolutely. we're open for feedback. If yeah. you're like, hey, you guys, when you said this thing, we didn't feel included in that and that felt this. And like if it's coming from a place of like, let's commune together and learn together, we're always available for that kind of feedback. If you're coming from a place of like, I hate you, we're probably not gonna be reading your email on the podcast. So if it's a learning opportunity, we're here. If it's hate mail, it's delete. And if it's positive feedback, we're here for that, too. Well, Just
2: you, you guys are new to the putting yourselves out there game. So the, the skin is thin, um, <laughs> but it go, grows thick very fast. And you start to recognize that what's most important is that you feel good about the message that you're putting out there. And I know that you both do. So. I
1: think something that's so important about that, too, that people maybe don't realize is uh, when you get a microphone in front of you, you look like an expert you mm. know we have a large social <laughs> I know, following. i know i don't like, like that we have a presence on the internet you know and like i i, I didn't go to school to be a professional podcaster <laughs> i don't know if that surprises <laughs> anyone here but we're going to make mistakes to some degree you know um we're having a, a live communication with one another saying things um you know off the cuff and definitely always coming from an intention of love and kindness and learning experiences and and trying to be inclusive to everybody who's listening so like yeah if we miss something if we get something wrong like we're human and again like we're just doing our best to kind of figure it out i'm not i'm not a pro i mean that's why it takes courage to come
0: out and talk about it because when you do that you're inevitably going to make mistakes
2: Hmm. and the internet hates mistakes you just (laughs) can't get (laughs) everything right guys it's impossible i know
0: know. (laughs) And it's okay. And so, you know, I just want to thank everyone who's listening, who appreciates uh, this awareness and these dialogues, because I do think even if I could just get one woman to think differently about the way she thinks about herself, this feels worth my time. It really does. So.
2: And I promise you already, there's a whole lot more than one person who really appreciates the message that you guys are talking about and that we're talking about on this podcast. It's big. It's big. And that's part of the reason why I asked you to be on the podcast and then you... Voluntarily nominated Nina, to be (laughs) (laughs) honest, podcast was because I I really, I really, um, I really loved the direction you wanted to go with that message, but like I can't deliver that message. You know what I mean? I can do the best I can to show up for it and and share my perspective on it, but it's not going to land. But I mean, I will
0: say it is directly linked to what you're trying to do inside of the company yeah. and the product that we have yeah we really are trying to teach people how to move their body how to care for their body how to embrace their body how to love their body yeah. how to feel gratitude for their body well i think people these need are to important be aware, things
2: people need to be aware of that you said something i wanted to comment on which was like um, you know in a lot of our social media stuff we're teaching people like something something really actionable that they can do to feel better in their body right now and we get a lot of like positivity on that because like you said it's like something actionable it's not too deep it's just like move your arm this way and it'll feel better right and I think that what's really interesting is that um, yesterday actually I was on a coaching call with the community and I um, somebody was asking me about neck tightness and and neck pain up here. And I said, okay, well, let me show you some stretches. So stretch this way, stretch that way, right? And I said, now, before we go on, I do feel compelled to say something that I believe your inner emotional state is related to how you express your body in the world. And for someone who's got tight traps and tight neck where their shoulders are all shrugged up towards their ears, I said, oftentimes, my feeling is I get the sense that those people feel like they're carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders. And so no matter how much we stretch, we're still gonna come back to that position if our inner world feels like that. And sometimes that gets deep and people don't wanna go there, but you know what was crazy? I looked out on the the call, and there was one lady there and she was in tears and she had her hands together and she was like, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I realized like, wow, there are people who are ready to hear that message. But sometimes you gotta start with the, hey, here's a stretch to fix your neck yeah. pain and then start saying, well, I mean, why do you feel like, like the world is carrying
0: on your shoulders? I like to think about undershors? it like this. Like, we're talking about things and bringing awareness to an issue so that, that people who hear this, little bit more than this, little bit more than a little bit a product that supports a different way. a product that a Right. So it's like we're not just like talking about the problem. We actually we have a product and a solution that can help people think about exercise in a different way, take care of their body in a different way and have a different mindset around it. So it's not just about like shitting on the society and the problem and the da 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 da. da. It's like, no, 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 we we want to talk about it because talking about it brings awareness. And that even that subconscious awareness helps us take different actions. But then we also have solutions. We have a product that offers a different way, you know, so um yeah I just want to say thank you um especially to Nina for just embarking on this because I did kind of say oh girl could you do this (laughs) with me because like "Ah, I can't do it by myself and we're doing it Tyler's the safe person who just gets to deliver content that people love and we make people mad and (laughs) I don't know but I appreciate I appreciate you just doing this with me because you know you're very involved in my little girl's lives you've been there since before I even had them and a lot of our relationship, you know, in previous years consisted of new diets and this and that. And we gave so much energy to that. And now what do we do with our time? We go on bike rides together. We take saunas together. We go on walks. I mean, we do we do a lot of different things with our time now.
1: That's really true.
0: Yeah. We don't focus on that stuff anymore because we realized once Ellie was almost like five or six, we were like, <gasps> She's looking at us. You do
2: a
1: lot less scheming today.
2: (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. I feel like that speaks to something big about growth in general that people might need to hear is like, when you're doing something new and you're changing parts of yourself and you're growing, um, when you first start out, man, it feels like you're pushing a rock up a hill and it's hard. It is hard work. But eventually the momentum grows and it gets easier. And eventually the momentum grows so much that it's not going to stop, Right. And I know that we're just kind of starting out when we're talking about you know this message, but um, I am quite sure that this rock is going to get rolling, and uh, it's not going to stop. I know for sure that Katie, you ain't stopping anytime soon. <laughs> uh-uh. So, um, so yeah, once that fires in the mix, you know, keep going. So, anyways, people like you know, again, if it's if it's hard for you to start, that's normal, right? Um, And just embrace it and keep pushing that rock nice and slow and let that momentum build and be consistent. And eventually, you'll look back and be like, wow, it's really easy for me to keep on this path of growth. To me, it feels like a black hole at some point where you're like, I can't turn back. It's sucking (laughs) me down, you know?
0: I also just think about how weird it is when I used to like want to lose weight or try a diet and it never really lasted. And I'm like, then when I started just caring about how I felt and like, kind of debunking thoughts that I thought were true and questioning the narrative around societal expectations and all of these things, I then didn't really feel like I had to press myself to work out anymore. Mm-hmm. I actually just kind of wanted to take care of myself because the intention of why I did it came from a much deeper, meaning, more meaningful place than like, dang it, I have to work out because I said I was gonna lose five or 10 pounds. Like I just, it just shifted everything for me. So, um, That's we talked about that with Rebecca, was that last week? Yeah, Yeah. Rebecca was here last week. Just about like this this idea around like lack of motivation. It's like, well, you know, in, in a lot of ways I question that, you know,
2: like you chose to show up for you instead of showing up for everyone else. When we try to change the way we look, the inherent assumption is that we're showing up for what other people think about us. When we show up to change the way we feel, we're showing up because we care about what we think about us, what we feel inside yeah, ourselves. Because lives.
0: nobody can it's feel that except you. So, That's right.
2: yeah. Love yourselves.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I do want to, I think today we wanted to talk a little bit about social media and just kind of, you know, I think we've talked about social media a little bit on the podcast before, but the idea that, like, I want to change the narrative a little bit around social media because we can kind of all agree, and I'm sure there's even data to back this up, that social media is not helping this, but it doesn't mean that social media can't help this. Mm. Right? So let's not like forget about that piece. So I even want to just start this part of the the podcast off with, I really want to encourage people to unfollow five people this week that you feel do not serve you and your self-worth. Um, it shouldn't be that hard. I've recently unfollowed like 500 people. I think. <laughs> <laughs> because there's not that many that really do. But actually there is. We're finding them. Nina knows a lot of them. And then I want you to try to find five people that do serve that, that are Inspire uplifting. you. Yeah. Yes. So um, I don't know if we could leave it in the show notes or do you have some offhand?
1: Oh, gosh. I'd have to go on my Instagram girl. But um, okay. I can definitely list them in the show notes. Um and I'm hoping that we'll have them as guests on the podcast in the not so distant future. Yeah, so that was
0: one of the things we wanted to do is kind of reach out to influencers who were doing really good things. And like, that's the, you know how like they talk about like you vote with your dollar. I'm like, you vote with your follow. Right. So
2: yeah, with your attention. Yeah. So yeah. if
0: you, you know, if you're following people that are keeping you small or making you feel like shit about yourself, like unfollow those people. Like yeah. that's not we don't do that. Yeah. And so, yeah. Let's try to unfollow five people this week who are not serving us. There's more than five Kardashians, so this <laughs> should be no, I feel so bad that I bash on them, but I just – I really feel triggered when somebody has such a platform and they use it in that way. Right. So I actually feel like those people could offer the – world. this is not about, like, bashing them. It's about saying, like, oh, no, you guys could offer the world something so meaningful because you have such a big platform. Yeah. But – it's really what? centered around here's how the, you look.
2: Here's the <laughs> thing about social media. I think it's really important to mention is the the data science behind this um, is based around dopamine, right? How much we can get your body to trigger dopamine so that you become addicted to the platform, right? This is not like, this is not like, a, oh, we're kind of trying to do this. They're literally studying neurotransmitters in people's brains as they're trying to figure out how to get people addicted to their platforms. And what they found- It's like when they
0: put chemicals in food that they know are addictive so that people keep buying the exactly, food. Okay. Exactly, exactly.
2: And so what they found- is that negative content that breeds fear-based emotions, anger, hatred, disgust, etc., that gives more dopamine and creates more addiction than positive content that has love-based emotions, happiness, joy, compassion, empathy, etc. So, one of the things that's really challenging is your brain is wired for this way because number 1 goal of the brain and body is what? Survival. So, it wants to honor fear before it honors love, negativity before positivity. Okay. So, it's one about of the,
0: consciousness. Yeah. Then one of the point.
2: hardest things to do is to use social media consciously and to take a moment when you're watching a post, when you're watching a feed and saying, Am I watching this? And it's making me. Feel those negative emotions and those fear emotions or am I watching this and it's making me feel positive uplifted inspired right and just taking more time like you said to unfollow the negative emotion content and follow the positive emotion content so that you end your social media session feeling good rather than feeling bad
0: I think that's really powerful and again sorry Kardashians I just you got to you gotta you gotta show up a little better for the amount of people that are following you right like I don't know I feel bad to say that but You gotta, I just, I I just, I guess the reason I bring this up is because I've always had curiosity about how many teenage girls have developed eating disorders as a result of trying to look like one of them. And that is a statistic I don't, I, I, I know that there are many who
2: have, you know what I I mean? I think you brought up a really good point there too, like teenage girl, teenage, any, anything, but um, it's very clear Um, that social media is negatively impacting um, our teenagers, and especially our teenage girls' self-esteem. And um, if you're a parent, I would highly, 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 highly recommend, somehow, I don't know, I I don't have the answer. My kids are still a little bit below this, so I'm gonna have to tackle this when the time comes, but somehow to, either participate in or regulate their use of open social media. Because yeah, how do you do that I though? mean like literally like suicide rates climb as soon as they they give different countries social media, right? It's, it's, it's horrible, it's really, really sad.
1: I think one of the things that I hope if I do have children is to like let them know that like what you see on social media is not real. Yeah, I mean even the Kardashians it. don't look like that. There's a quote that I wrote down in our little notes here that says um, Cindy Crawford once said, I don't even look like Cindy Crawford. <laughs> Like (laughs) it's hair, it's makeup, it's editing, it's live. You can now find an app in the app store. I'm not going to name it because I don't want to, you know, promote that. But it will live in like real time, edit your body in a video so you can look thinner. It's easy to use. It's like something that a, a 12, 13, 15 year old girl could use any person of any age. And like you can edit your body in real time. So in a video, which you normally is like, oh, well, video tells the truth, right? Totally look like an entirely not different anymore. person. Yeah, You don't need to have Photoshop anymore. You don't have to be like a professional photographer to be able to change a photo. And so like for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, when I look at a picture, I'm like, there's hair extensions, there's nails, there's makeup and tattooing and airbrushing. And, and,
0: and here's the thing where I do real. get
1: confused in my own personal mind is
0: like, I also want to just offer, maybe you can help me with this, Nina. I want to offer permission for people to do whatever they want for themselves. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to shame people who get hair extensions. I don't want to say – They're great. I've had them a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to – do you see what I mean? Like, I don't want this to be so polarized. I just want to bring awareness so that we can check in with ourselves so that we can, like, be really clear in the actions that we take, and those actions might look different for different people. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Like, I don't want to, like, be like, don't wear makeup. Don't get your I, – I, I don't know where
1: to draw the line for myself even. Really? I don't think there's a line about what you let someone choose for themselves, but it's more or less just having awareness that those things are an option. Yeah. Like I get eyelash extensions cause I like to have it look like I wear mascara on every day. But like when someone tells me I have beautiful eyelashes, guess what I say? They're totally fake. Yeah. So they know yeah. that that's an option for them yeah, too. And that's the thing is like, that's why I think I was
0: saying like, Oh, I feel bad to say that about the Kardashians because well, first of all, I feel sad because they're clearly trapped in that, that cycle too of like, it's all about the looks. And um, second I feel like, again, I just feel like there's a certain sense of responsibility once you get a certain level of of kind of um, popularity or following that I think that they kind of ignore. Like, it would be my preference if they said, yep, I've had a bunch of plastic surgery, I have uh, millions of dollars for people to make me look this way, so that young girls who are following them could know the reality of what that is, versus thinking that if they just lost weight they could then look that way, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not about saying that they can't look how they want. I think that they could look how they want. But I think that when they come to the table with that level of power and influence, there has to be some truth with that. And um, that's, that's where I'm coming from when I'm talking about them, is just they have this, this high level of influence and power, and they never talk about all the things that they do to themselves that would require certain financial resources, or, you know what I mean? Like, it, they just make young girls think that if they buy their products and lose weight, that they actually can just look like them, or work out you know, twice a day, seven days a week, and I just feel like I'm like, oh, that's not the whole story, though. And right. so again, I, I don't want this platform that we're using to be like shaming anyone for how they wanna look. Like I think anyone, everyone should have autonomy over what they want for their body. Do I think that we should bring awareness to that you don't have to look like that to feel happy? Absolutely. But I don't wanna shame anybody for doing what they wanna do with their body. I just bring up the Kardashians because I feel sad sometimes that they have such an amazing platform and have built such a following and have so much power and don't really full share the full story and really kind of leave it at, do this, buy my product, look this way, you know? So, I don't I know. I think,
2: you know, to touch on this, we talk a lot about this and intention, right? And I know last week we talked about when somebody sets a goal, one of the best things you can do is ask, why is that goal there? Why is that goal there? Why is that goal there? And keep asking why until you find that real deep, meaningful reason why you want to accomplish something. And it's the same with anything we do in our life. If we decide to get hair extensions, and you ask yourself why, then you're doing deep self-work to create self-awareness as to what is truly motivating you and driving you to do that in the first place. And that, that is meaningful work. That is powerful work that will grow you into an amazing human being. If you're patient enough and honest with yourself enough, because God damn, we are good <laughs> at lying to ourselves about why we're doing something. And I'm the king of this. I have literally chased everything to try and find happiness and joy outside of myself literally like if you guys found the list it would disgust (laughs) you right and i promise you like fame sex drugs alcohol like achievement success money cars like uh, whatever it's not going to work it's not going to work and so when we ask ourselves what's the intention behind this i think it's a great way for us to put that lens on the things that we're doing and say is this genuinely serving me or am i just doing it because i want society to smile upon me and what am i trying to achieve outside of myself rather than actually really connecting with myself and figuring out what i need to work on there rather than out there
0: yeah i think yeah man it's a lot to <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike a dropped. lot to <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to uncover and discuss and think about and we're just going to do the best that we can to like to just try to bring awareness and have conversations and be honest and vulnerable and um we're not going to get it right all the time and I'm okay with that like it just that's part of the process uh but yeah I want to talk a little bit more about you before we were talking about this and I was like let's talk about social media you were like oh have you heard about this TikTok trend and I was like oh no I haven't so I want to can you tell me what it was you were telling me earlier yeah so
1: i came across an article on the interwebs and it basically uh, was talking about tiktok trend where ba- you go on and you kind of make a little video and you tell your followers or whomever to roast you right and it's kind of like either roast me which is to be as honest as possible about my appearance or um tell me what i need to do to look better and these young women specifically young women in this particular trend are going on to their tiktoks um And mind you, TikTok's general demographic is between 12 and 14. That's like the larger portion of their users. 12 and 14? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Um, uh, Obviously, that's... There are more than just that, but that's the larger portion of the demographic. Um, And they are asking, what can I do to look better and be totally, brutally honest? And people will come in droves. And this is the internet, right? The collective internet, which is nameless, faceless. We can say whatever we want. It's totally anonymous. Um, And they're like, change your eyebrows, like get lip injections, uh, dye your hair, cut your hair, whatever. And these young girls are like reading these comments and and going, oh gosh, I, I should maybe try these things. These people are telling me the truth. You know, and um, obviously, like, that is a very slippery slope and a scary place to be when you're looking again to outside people to tell you how you should look and feel about yourself. And I mean, things that you might not even realize could be something someone would want to change about you. Like, your eye color is wrong. You should have blue eyes, not brown eyes. Like, I maybe never would have thought of that until someone pointed it out. And then now it's in my head and I can't get it out. Why do you
0: think, like, I was like, I I would never want to ask that? Like, (laughs) why do you think that? I do not need to know. Like, I wonder, like, why? Well, it's a trend. So, like, well, when
2: you're young, your prefrontal cortex isn't formed. You're the one who's <laughs> told me this a million times, and it's less formed in, in men than women. So, the women have a low formed uh, prefrontal cortex when they're young, and they ask that question. And the men have an even lower formed Oof. prefrontal cortex. So, they go out there and say all kinds of stupid shit that they're going to regret and later Everyone in their has life. a different opinion about you what's know? beautiful.
0: I know that's the other thing.
2: It's subjective, right? It's subjective. Yeah. Beauty is subjective, and a lot of people's opinions are based on what society tells us to believe, right. and then that changes every decade, as we've talked about before. Like, you know, your 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 um, supermodels from the '90s are different from your supermodels today, right? Mm-hmm. In a very very different way. And so I think it's it's challenging to like even I don't to, to just tell everybody to stop, stop looking at what everybody else thinks is good. Look yeah. at yourself in the mirror, and don't ask or what don't. you can change. don't, throw away your mirror. <laughs> right, throw away your mirror. Just say, what, what do I need to love yeah. in myself? Not what do I need to change in myself.
0: Maybe we could also practice, like when, because you kind of do that, right? When you look in the mirror, like, oh, this thing. Like maybe that could be our clue where we practice. I did this to myself last week, where I was like finding myself, like um, criticizing myself. I was like, okay, now what's, th- what's three good things you like? Mm. And I was like, and it did change how I felt in that moment. Just like where I was like, oh, this. I was kind of bummed. And then I was like, oh, but, okay, now you have to do three three good things. And then after I did that, I actually felt better right then. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you can do this. But it is about bringing, like, a new level of consciousness and awareness. And to think that we aren't evolved enough as a species to be able to, like, have some say in our thoughts is just ridiculous. Like, we can absolutely say, I don't like the way I'm feeling when I'm talking to myself that way. I'm going to try to, to – to, to do it a different way and and it just i think people think that it also needs to be like huge giant steps this way and i actually think it's really tiny steps it's unfollowing some people on social media it's requiring yourself to give yourself three compliments when you find yourself criticizing you it's just the practice of these little pattern interrupts that over time add up to big changes that make a big difference but i don't think it's anything ever huge
2: yeah i I, I, you know what's so funny is I was just thinking like, why can't we disrupt that trend with tell me the things you think are beautiful about me? Oh. And then I just went right back to fear gets more clicks <laughs> than than love. You know what I mean? And so it's tough, but I mean, hey, if anybody's out there and they're an average TikTok user and they're aware of this, let's 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 start that trend. And right? then tag us. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that trend going. What do you love about me? I mean, come on, like, why why are we spreading so much hate? That's not gonna do anything for us in the world, society, anything, right?
0: Yeah. Wild. Ooh. Wild. <laughs> Um, Let me see what else. I feel
2: sad. We need to feel like happier. We need to (laughs) uplift this somehow, right? Well, why don't we we talk about
0: the the Be Real app? Do you want to talk about that? You were on
1: that. I'm not on that yet. I am on Be Real because we have a friend. My my friend has a, a stepdaughter who is 16 years old. Excuse me, I think she's 18 now. My gosh, she's practically an adult. She is an adult. Um, But she was, like, really bummed to find out that we had discovered it because she's like, Oh, the millennials figured it out. Like, oh, no. Like, oh, it's going to be lame now. Because they, most of the, I will say, like, you know, the kids are all right. You know, they're doing um, some amazing things, I think, young people uh, around body, like acceptance and um, activism and really trying to pave a different way. Well, that's Um, what I was saying. Right in the beginning of the podcast. Absolutely. That like
0: we used to normalize that women couldn't vote. Yeah, and now we're like, that's insane. And now, like, to think that this isn't going to shift
1: is oh, crazy. It's, it's changing as we speak, and um, this younger generation is really making a lot of big strides in that way. And this particular app is called Be Real, and I think it's super fun. Um, basically, you have kind of a surprise time of the day where you're meant to take a picture of what's right in front of you, and you can't filter the photo. There's no option to do such a thing. Um, it takes a picture of you from the forward-facing camera and what you're looking at in front of you um, from the at back, the same time. The same time, and um, if you actually try to retake the photo, because like it's not a good angle it it tells everyone that you did that (laughs) so it's like really (laughs) oh (laughs) shit it's like hey because I did that I was oh I took a kind of a weird whatever I'll change my pose or something right and then oh it says to everybody Nina retook this photo twice (laughs) or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and so now I'm like hey one and done let's just do this but it's really fun I mean it's it's super authentic right it's just um, the other day I took one and it was my computer because I was working that's what I was doing you know yeah. and um, but it's nice because the engagement I'm seeing amongst my friends it's also only your friends you don't really um, have like a follower count for instance um, it's not about gaining a following it's just like people whose phone numbers you actually have so it's much more so intimate wait, so wait let me understand so like if
0: a friend of your friend that I know that I would follow, but I don't have their phone number on my phone, I
1: couldn't. I just got it a couple days ago. I'm new on the scene. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me, uh, no, just kidding. Um, it, uh, it's something I haven't totally like discovered all the, the working pieces on, but I think it's generally people you legitimately know or who are in your contacts. Okay. So I think maybe there's suggestions of friends of friends that you might also know, but it doesn't reach as far as like you could follow a Kardashian as of right now. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it's really fun. I really like it. And, and the engagement's way higher, I guess, is what I meant to say. Um, you know, you get a couple likes on your Instagram, whatever. You feel good about your photo. But this is like people are like, there's more commenting. There's more fun. Like, hey, what are you doing? And why are you doing that? Like, yeah. it's more of a snapshot into your actual life and what you're really, really doing, and less of like a curated experience of my life looks like this when I want to plan for that.
2: I love the, 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 just the angle of just being real, because you know, um, uh, I remember reading a story about private jet owners who were renting their private jets out to social media influencers, so Ooh. they could take lots of different pictures. And they would bring like ten outfits and take pictures on their jet, and then use them over the course of the month, like wow. just going to Miami. And they're <laughs> in that photo, and they're like, "This is not your jet. You didn't fly anywhere. None of that stuff exists on the tarmac. Right? And it's literally just so they can get attention and followers. And like to me, to me, that is like a separate sickness of our society is that so few people feel seen." by the people around them, by their loved ones, by their friends, by their community.
0: Or by themselves. Or
2: by themselves, that they just want to be seen so badly that they go into these devices and they do things to get that attention, to get that love and attention. And to me, like it has to start on a much smaller scale to to change this, and that means like being kind to yourself, being kind to your family and your friends, showing up for each other. leaning into your community rather than like, you know, sitting inside and just, you know, ordering DoorDash all day long and never going out there and connecting with other Sometimes people. Sometimes that's okay. Yeah, but like <laughs> really just, I, I just I'm just i having more and more awareness of how important this all is as time goes on and how so much of our need to seek outside of ourselves comes from just feeling like we don't have people around us who like really love us uh, unconditionally, you know? I mean,
0: I think s- who you surround yourself with is, is really critical because You know, I'd love to say that the voice inside your mind is the most important, and I do believe that it is. But I do think that um, to say that we aren't influenced by the voices outside of us is just—I don't know how humanly possible that is. I think humans were wired for connection, and so making the decision about who you offer that connection with is really critical. And it's not not only friends. It's not only friends. It's like I'm choosing to connect with this particular influencer on social media, right? It's like i'm letting this person in to my conscious level of thinking and way of being and thoughts and so like the things that i read the things that i follow the people that i hang out with their choices all of those things contribute to that inner dialogue inside my mind and Mm -hmm. eventually i would hope that the goal would be that my own internal voice sort of maybe outpowers all of that but i we can't say that those things aren't going to have an influence so it is really important to sometimes take inventory of those things and and decide if all of those people and things and you know like even things that we read or spend our time on are they're, they're critical to our own well-being
2: this is this is a great broad way to say it but I, I'm wondering if you would be willing to share your own journey of like where you've taken your friendships over the last decade because I've watched it change so much um, if you know what I'm kind of trying to talk about here
0: well I can give broad strokes around that yeah and I can say that you can still love and care for somebody and not have them in your life on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, I'm
2: also just more referring to like, you used to have like a hundred friends and you'd get them all Christmas presents and you just gave little parts of yourself everywhere. And over time, it just went smaller and smaller and smaller and you really leaned into who are the people that I really deeply care about, that I wanna give my time to, that really deeply care about Well, here's
0: the thing, is that it's not that I didn't care about those people. I actually do really care about those people. Sure. It's that, um, unfortunately, I am living in the parameters of time, and I only have so much time. And if I gave all of my time to 100 people, um, you know, if I, they, they only get a small fraction of that. And so I just, over the years, have sort of kind of tightened my circle a little bit because I feel like time is the most precious thing that I really have. And I and I rather kind of this is a personal preference. So it's not saying that this is how people should necessarily do it. but I rather go deeper and have more meaningful relationships in my life with fewer people than, uh, you know, kind of be more on the surface with a lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like I've, and you know what? The other thing that I do that I'm actually proud of is I spend a lot more time by myself.
2: Mm,
0: I really true. do. And. I spend a lot more time being mindful about the things. Like when I have time by myself, I'm like, like I remember like last night I got to go uh, spend the night by myself and I was like, I turned on a show and I was like, it's just not doing it for me. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to read a book by myself in bed. Was it a fun book or a learning book? Oh, sorry. You're going to roast me on this. It was a learning book, but it was, (laughs) I have wanted to. Nina always makes fun of me because I never like read her fun books. I always (laughs) read learning books, but Um, like just those little things in life are like, and it kind of goes back to what you're saying about people taking like pictures on the jetway or whatever. I'm like, to be honest with you, the pleasure that I get in life is like from the most simple things now than ever before. And it's Mm. like, I like all night, I just sat in gratitude that I got to get it kind of a night off. (laughs) Thank you for supporting that Tyler and being with our children. And I got to just like read a book by myself in bed like that did more for me than you would ever know. And so, yeah, I I have kind of narrowed my group down and I want to say that like when you're adjusting what you give your energy to, it doesn't mean that you don't have to. I've I've done this a lot of different ways. Um, Some of my relationships have organically uh, fizzled um, and there'll be like, you know, some touch points of connection. Um, There have been some that I have been too harsh in boundaries with that I wish I would have been a little bit more like. let's just let this organically fizzle right but I'm a human being and I'm learning Uh, but I do really feel grateful that I have sort of listened to myself in that because I do see the impact on my life when I consciously make a decision to see what I give my energy and attention to all the way from social media all the way to to people that I engage with in my life so
2: it's so important I think that what I'm hearing you say is you've consciously made a choice that you'd rather go deep then go wide and it, this speaks to the social media like what do you want to have a hundred thousand followers who like all of your photos and give you that dopamine hit every time you check out you know all the little ding ding, ding 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 how many likes i'm gonna get today or whatever or do you want to have a handful of people that you know um, you know would do anything for you yeah i mean i my social
0: media is private like my personal account and even the other day i was like i think i'm gonna like start diving into those people that are following me because some of them i don't really know like i met them at an event one time and like they're probably really nice people but when they're following me i'm actually inviting them into my really personal life like i'm showing pictures of my children and i'm like maybe i should be mindful of that too right Mm -hmm. like who am i allowing into my space not that they're unkind people or not great people, but I don't know them, <laughs> and so I don't know. Just things to think about, right? It's not. I'm not saying anyone should do it this way or my ways the way. I'm just saying these are things that I've thought about over the last couple of years that have shifted that have made a positive impact in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: I, just as a side note, too, it's just my own perception, but I, I feel as as everyone who's listening to this goes deeper in connecting with themselves, um, the pool of people who deeply connect with themselves gets smaller and smaller the deeper you go. And things start to feel just more superficial, right? You're not gonna get the same uh, dopamine hit that you would get from your likes eventually or from your Netflix shows or from your whatever that you're doing. And eventually you start to find out, what are those things in my life that make me feel grounded and connected to myself? And who are the people that make me feel really deeply connected as well? And when you start to lean into those things, all the other stuff starts to fade away. Well, I think
0: the thing that we need to remind ourselves about dopamine is that it's very short lived,
2: Mm. right? And so,
0: like, I even do this with Ellie sometimes, where she'll be like, I really want this. And I'm like, oh, your brain wants dopamine right now? Okay. Um, Like, I just, let's call it out, right? And I even tell myself that. And, um,
1: like, oh, you should do that. That would really, like, curb my online shopping problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Like, I think. Saying something like, oh, you want dopamine right now? Sometimes I do want dopamine. Yeah, I'm going to get it. But just being mindful or having the ability to just like be recognize it and call it what it is makes it. Sometimes I actually go, no, I don't want it. Um, a lot of times I still do it, but I just, just having the awareness of it. And so I think what you're saying is that it's hard to get past that initial, I want this quick thing. I want this attention. I want this. I want this dopamine hit. Yeah. And get to the next step. But what I think you're saying is that when you move through that and past that, the things that you reach for then are way more meaningful and lasting, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's it, the dopamine's quick, uh, but then there the, the reaching kind of past that. I think it it's more meaningful and maybe longer lasting.
2: Yeah, it's short lived. I mean, and if you want to just chase short lived stuff your entire life, that's okay too. That's an absolutely totally fine choice. Um, I think that me personally I've just watched so many things slough away and a lot in the last few years especially and I just come back to like what do I like I like to do breath work like a weirdo (laughs) I like to stretch my body I like to work out I like to do saunas and cold plunges um you know you've really inspired me to read a lot more I used to read a ton but lately I've just been really oh wow I, I used to love reading so much why am I just listening to books instead of actually picking up a book and and taking the time to do that so um yeah I think that People would be surprised at how much more joyful their life would be if they choose simplicity over um, you know, chasing things outside of themselves. I don't know. That's just my take on it.
0: Oh, man. Do you have anything you want to say about that, Nina? We might wrap it. I think we're almost gone for an hour now. Yeah might be losing people
2: <laughs> there's some good tips here though let's wrap those tips up for everybody in a nice tight bow so what do we got okay today? so
0: unfollow five people on social media that do not serve you that make you feel like shit about yourself so if yeah. you're looking at this like, oh i wish i had that or i wish i could look like that or i wish, that's your clue ding no. ding ding. Yeah. unfollow and guess what your brain is gonna want to say no i gotta follow that person you can always refollow them if you miss them in a week follow them again if you want but i promise <laughs> you'll forget yeah um, and then follow five people that really feel bring you like inspiration or that uplift you. And Nina's going to help us and put some, uh, fol- some people that you could follow in the show notes. And then what Just else do Just to piggyback
2: on that, I'd say like try to bring awareness to how the posts make you feel. Is it fear or is it love? Is it, is it, is it negative or is it positive? And that's going to give you that filter. I think that'd be really important. And then
0: I think the other thing we really talked about was that, like, I think we underestimate how much awareness can actually do. Mm. So it's not about huge, big things. It's about just thinking about things and questioning, you know, the ways that you maybe thought before that weren't serving you and thinking about things like, huh, where do I give my energy? Where do I give my attention? I wonder if I shifted a little bit here, or a little bit there. And it's those little things and those little steps that over time create big shifts. Yeah, And I think the final thought just to sum up today and this podcast is that the three of us are still learning. The three of us are just on our own paths individually and collectively as we work in this company around you know, bringing awareness to toxic weight loss and body image cult- culture, helping people connect with their body in a more meaningful way. And that it takes a lot of courage for us to come on here and do this. And uh, that we do welcome people's feedback and opportunities for learning and that we're kind of not available for the haters but if you do (laughs) want to offer some learning opportunities or some feedback. Oh, actually, I feel so bad because there was one person who we said we were going to m- speak to today, so we should do that really quick. Yeah. We're hit that. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, let's look, wrap
2: up I the tips and then we'll speak to that last. Okay. I think that was all my tips. All the tips right there. Those oh, yeah, you guys said I like don't feel tips. When qualified when to give. You tips. said when you look in the mirror, compliment yourself. Oh yeah, you gosh, I was, three I was. shooting down tips. What was yours? Today. Today. It was called Be Real. Was an app. Oh, that you, you could guys download Be
1: Real. All of the Gen Z kids will be super mad at you if <laughs> you're like <let> me, but. <laughs> Um, it's a great app. It's oh yeah, fun.
0: the little thing that I was doing li- lately, where I would look in the mirror and the, the criticism would come, and then I would force myself to say three nice things to myself. Yeah,
2: it's big. Um, it's
0: I don't really, really feel qualified to give tips, but I guess <laughs> I did today. So yeah. take what you will. If you don't like them, it does. It's okay. Just leave them. Um, that's just things that have worked for me. But okay, what do we got? One person had uh, sent us a message and said, "How do you?" I'm gonna give this to you, Nina. You're good at this. All
1: right. How do you respond to body shamers? Oh, that's like such a large thing to tackle. But I think that it kind of touches on what you just said about sort of changing your environment and like what you're giving your energy to. Um, You know, we were talking about comments earlier and you know, we're gluttons for punishment sometimes. Like I definitely have gone through and read our comments and been like, oh, that person doesn't like me. I feel bad. Uh, Full disclosure, I totally cried before this. Um, (laughs) Because we have real feelings, right? And it's okay to feel those feelings. But I think what you really have to do is kind of almost operate in your brain like it's Tinder, if any of you have had any experience with Tinder, and be like, this is not a good thought. This is making me feel really bad. This person's being unkind to me. I'm going to swipe left on this, right? This is not something that I want to participate in. So if someone's like in the middle of body shaming you and it's online, like block them, delete them, like get rid of them. If they're talking to you to your face, um, I would, I mean, I'm not like really com- very combative by nature, but like I would firmly say no, thank you. And back away from that conversation. Um, you know, you're welcome to, of course, if you're feeling comfortable saying this is really harmful, this really hurts my feelings, like this isn't okay what you're saying. And I wish I'm going to remove myself from the wish, conversation. Yeah. I wish you would think more clearly about what you're saying and how it can affect other people. Um, if that doesn't feel right, you could literally like no or stop or whatever is a full sentence. Like you can just talk to the hand and turn around and leave. Um, but I think what the harder part of that really, um, you know, most of us probably aren't being like, you know, regularly bullied as adults besides like maybe on the internet. Um, but I think that you really want to go home after something like that happens and take some significant time to kind of digest that and say like, that's not true about me right Mm. i think that hearing it from someone like you're like whoa i feel shocked and that's uncomfortable and my feelings are hurt um that part of it's uncomfortable and painful but i think the deeper part is like to not digest it and like make it true to not take what they said to you and make it something that you say to you i think that's what i really wanted Mm. to impart on someone is Mm. they can say to you something bad about you but like if you continue to say it to yourself like you're continuing that's what i'm hearing you
0: say is that like are you going to allow that person's voice to be your voice? Yeah. Mm.
1: Like don't adopt what someone that is a butthead says to you. Like screw that person. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that wasn't very eloquent, but <laughs> you know what I mean, like <laughs> Okay. I'm here no, no, for th- it, man. I mean,
2: it's big like I just sorry, I want to make one comment on this like um I I've actually been body shamed a lot in my life and it was something that um put a huge chip on my shoulder. Um but there was a, a moment where I had this realization and it was, I get to choose what I want to believe about me. I get to choose who I want to become. No one else gets to choose that. And I'm, I'm just kind of saying what you said in a different way, but when someone says something negative to you, you can choose to believe them and it will be your belief, or you can choose to not believe them and it won't be your belief. The choice is yours.
0: Absolutely. Let's end there, guys. Lots, lots we uncovered today. Again, send us an email: um, podcast at we shape dot com. We'd love to hear from people. We'd love to hear your stories. We'd love to hear your tips. We, we just we like to hear from people in our community. So, don't hesitate, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye, bye, bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's show. Now, before you go, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a moment right now to subscribe to the podcast and then leave us a review. This helps spread the word so more people can feel lighter by shedding one belief at a time. Also, we want to hear from you. So if this episode impacted you or you have any questions that you think would be great for us or any of our future guests, please feel free to email us at podcast at And finally, if you want to try WeShape's different approach to health and fitness, remember that right now you can sign up for WeShape's Feel Good Challenge and get access to everything WeShape has to offer for free. Just click the link in our podcast description or go to WeShape.com challenge to sign up.